What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Story Worth Sharing podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined, as always, by the ever so lovely Emmy Rodriguez. Stuck with me. Yes, forever. no, that not stuck at all. Not stuck <laughs> at all. But you know good. what? You know what I am stuck with, Emmy. No, what are you stuck with? Spam email. Oh, yes. Like this <laughs> bothers me. I in yeah. the last three days have unsubscribed from like forty different emails. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that frustrates me, and I want to see if this has ever happened to you. Okay. I am 100% confident I have unsubscribed from 10 of them before. Oh, yep. Like, I I've unsubscribed from them, and I keep getting their emails, and it says, it might take 72 hours for you to be pulled off of our list. And I'm like, mm. we live in 2021. They try to drag you back in yes. in those 72 hours. Technology. Yep. Auto, uh, like, automation. I feel like when, when I say I don't want it anymore, I should just be, like, stricken from the record, never to get something from them again. Most of the time when my problem is that is I forget there's like one more step. There's always like one more like, are you sure? Are you sure? And yes. I never remember to click that last one. And so they're like, got her. And they just keep me on the yes. list. Yes. You know what I've noticed, especially with like MailChimp and mm-hmm. some of the larger email ones, you don't actually have to tell them why you want to get off the list. And I always felt this pressure. I'm like, well, I mean, I did sign up for it, but I just don't want it anymore. So do I, do I say I didn't mean to sign up for it? Like, cause there's this oh, multiple choice thing reasons. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I realized it, it says at the top, you have been successfully unsubscribed yeah. and then it just asks you why. And I'm like, X. You always feel like you have to. I'm not. No. I usually will just be like other, <laughs> but don't give a reason. <laughs> but you don't type anything in the box. No, You're no. one of those people. They don't people. need to know. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know me. Yeah, so do you get a lot of spam email? Not a lot enough. Just you, I've gotten better at like making sure like cuz I'm also guilty of like I'll sign up for something just for that one time like I yeah, need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll be like I need to unsubscribe immediately. So I've gotten better at doing that. There you go. Which is a better system than waiting and then just forgetting. But um So are you yeah. a deleter or do you take the time to like unsubscribe from stuff when you know you don't want to get it? Or do you just delete it? Like, yeah, whatever. Uh the first few times I'll delete it and then like about the third or fourth time I'm like, okay, go unsubscribe because this keeps happening. But typically I'm getting better at doing it immediately because otherwise it will just fill up and that's a problem. Yeah, but. like I get on my phone or whatever and I'm excited. I'm like, Oh, you have thirty new emails and literally <laughs> all thirty of them will be spam. No one emails me. Like promotions? Yeah. You want to get emails from people? I mean, it, yeah, sure. I don't. It's fine. <laughs> don't email Well, me. if I'm going to have 30 emails, I hope at least one of them is like, Chris, you're cool. The end. I'm going to send you one today. <laughs> yeah. Chris, you're cool. The end. You know who else is going to send me one today? Our guest yeah. is for sure going to send me an email. I know it. I know it for a fact. We are so excited to have the biggest fan and supporter of the story we're sharing podcast and also our favorite coworker Caitlin Molina on oh, the podcast she today. Said it. yeah. It's official. It's, it's now official. out there. Oh my yeah. goodness, we can't take it back. Forget the rest of the lineup. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I am claiming the biggest fan of Story Worth Sharing podcast. We, you are. You I absolutely am. are. Yeah, you like you comment on our posts. You share it on your Instagram story. You have sent texts to encourage Emmy and I. Everyone needs to know. Yeah, and we have <laughs> we we actually have tried to get you on the podcast before. Yeah, it's not the first. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, we finally. But that's did true. It. Yeah, we wanted you to be on season one because we love you so much and. You just are such an amazing person. And so we invited you on and you were like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't do that. No, 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 no. That's not happening. That sounds exactly like that. Yeah. That's it's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'll listen to every episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll share. I'll oh, tell yeah. everyone about it. But I'm not coming on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
for season two, we said, you know what? We're going to trick Caitlin. That's that was the whole plan. We are going to Little make the entire know. season about co-work, our coworkers, mm-hmm. the staff at Brazos Fellowship. And then she's going to feel compelled that she has to come on the podcast. It worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. Yes. It worked. And here I am. And here you yep. are. You know, and God is so funny because had I said yes the first time you asked, yeah. a big chunk of my story worth sharing would have been missing. So it's neat that that I happened. love that. Oh, I love I'm that. excited yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I love that you recognize that. And so we're going to jump into your story in just a second, but why don't you just give a a quick snapshot of what you do here at the church, what your role is? Yes, I would love to. I am the elementary director at Brazos Fellowship, which means that I get to spend Sundays watching hundreds of kids dance and sing and learn about Jesus. And it is my greatest joy. And you mean that when you say it. Oh my gosh. I have a front row seat to watching God move in the hearts of little people. (laughs) And it is truly, I've never been given a greater gift. It's beyond. I always wanted to be an elementary school counselor. Okay. My whole life. I saw an element, I saw a counselor in elementary, middle school, high school, (laughs) and I wanted to do that for children. And God is so sweet because that just didn't make it into my path. And yeah. now that's exactly what I do. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't, on Sunday mornings, we have incredible volunteers who serve our kids. And the only time that I actually get to interact with them is when they're having issues and they need someone to speak to. So God said, you will be an elementary school yeah. counselor, just not in the way that you thought you would. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Man, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, so you growing up, Going to counseling, which I'm sure we'll talk about some of that, but growing up and and wanting, like having this vision of this is who I want to be, and then things not panning out how what your plan was, what your thought was for this is my ideal. What are some of the moments maybe that you interacted with along the way that had a profound impact on the trajectory that your life did take? Sure. Since we only have an hour, I'm going to fast forward <laughs> all throughout. Baby you take Kate. as much <laughs> time as you we will want. Work Caitlin. With what you yeah. have. This could be a seasonal podcast. Okay, let's do it. All right. But season two point five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have her on every season yeah. just to catch up. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Um, I'm going to fast forward to the biggest moment. Um, I grew up believing in God and believing in Jesus, and I was I lived in an unstable environment. And just needed a constant. I needed someone to cling to. Anyways, my dad, I lost my dad to suicide when I was 14. Mm -hmm. After that, then struggled with a lot of abandonment and still do to this day that I'm sitting in this chair. Yeah. Struggled with a lot of abandonment and just needed, I needed someone. I needed someone to hold me and to tell me that you are loved, Caitlin, and you are safe. And yeah. I'm going to take care of you. And at that time, I didn't believe that that could come from anyone but a parent. I don't know where you want to go from there, but that's kind of <laughs> when I got plugged into Young Life Club. Okay, There were flyers posted in our high school in neon colors. Yeah, Great marketing because yeah. I yeah, got couldn't it. miss it. <laughs> like Young Life Club. And it's always at a weird time, like 6.58 p.m. Don't miss it. Anyways, and so my best friends and I said, let's go to Young Life. We went to Young Life every Monday, every week, and it was one hour that I was able to breathe and not worry about anything and just be filled with hope hope for my future. Yeah. It was one hour. Yeah. Do you feel like 
your need for um, someone to hold you, your need for someone to walk with you is what, were you searching for that when you went to Young Life? Like, did you connect the dots then and say, maybe this is a space that can be a safe space or a, sa- a space that can provide for me? That's a great question. No, I did not. I was still waiting for that to come from a par- a parental figure, yeah. from a mom, a dad. I really did not believe it could come from anywhere else. Yeah. And so God, throughout my whole life, has used people. He places people in my path and is like, I am going to use this person yeah. and you're going to see me through them. And so my young life leader, her name's Ambrell, and she's one of my favorite people in the whole world. So awesome. She poured into me in a way I... N- I had never experienced. I didn't know it was possible. Now when I look back on it, she seemed like such a grown adult to me then. <laughs> she was just a college student yeah. pouring her time into me. She would pick me up for Jamba Juice throughout the week and just check on me. No agenda. Zero agenda. Yeah. She wanted nothing but to make sure that I was safe and okay. Um, and so it was through Ambrell that God said, wait, wait, wait. I'm caring for you. I'm holding you. It's just not in the way that you thought. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. God's always telling me, it's not in the way that you thought. Yeah. How, like at what point, so through Umbrella, you began to discover that, began to recognize like that God could provide some of that for you. Yeah. Uh, or he could provide all of it for you, but maybe you hadn't discovered that yet. Because you even said sitting here today, like you still struggle with that, that idea of abandonment. And so what, what did that journey then look like for you? I mean, that's a it's a long way from starting to discover that in young life through Embrel to being full time staff pouring into kids and so like what what did that journey look like for you? That's a great question, Chris. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Is that an acceptable answer? Sure. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. One step at a time. One day. I mean, just it was years of Embrel being that example yeah. that I could see. Wow. I want to be just like this. Yeah. And friends and yeah. Just okay. Examples. At some point, at some point your trajectory changed because your plan was, I want to be an elementary mm-hmm. counselor mm-hmm. and now you're on staff at a church. So what did that look like coming out of college or making those decisions or whatever? Yeah. I, I was kicked out of my house at 17 and my beautiful, precious, most loving Nana. Yes, came. Nana. Nana came, and she was unfortunately not able to have a relationship with me when I was younger because um, my parents had not allowed her that privilege. And so Nana, when I was kicked out of my house, she said, I'm going to come get you. We're going to find a place for you to live. We'll eman- you'll get emancipated. We'll go forward. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. So that's when me and Nana's journey started. So I was 17, I was a senior in high school. Nana and I took a college trip, like in the movies, you go and you search colleges. Yeah. Yeah. I went and did a Google search. I said, Nana, there's this place called Blinn College. Let's go look. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go look. I'm not joking. I'm from uh, Corpus Christi. Okay. I am Googling all these colleges, somehow, some way, found Blinn. Never knew there was a Blinn in Bryan. I found Blinn in Brenham, Texas. Okay. 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 We go and look. Nana and I pull up to the campus. It's the most beautiful sight I've ever seen in my life. I said, I have to go to school here. I have to go to school here. So at this time, I'm dating my precious husband, Benjamin Molina. And he says, okay, we're moving to Brenham. 
Wow. We're moving Aww. to Brenham. Bre- <laughs> this, you guys, this story's all over the place. Come on. Keep going. Benjamin was in the Marine Corps at the time. Okay. I met him. He joined the Marines. He served one tour in Iraq my senior year of high oh, school. Wow. Yeah. And he got home from Iraq in April. I graduated in June. We moved to Brenham June 18th. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. And what a joy. What a life. We Brenham was not for us. <laughs> beautiful campus. After all that. Not it for was you. Not for beautiful. <laughs> it was the most beautiful campus. Still to this day, it's stunning. This, the town did not work out great for us. Where there was no order, nowhere to eat. Mm-hmm. Where do you eat? Bluebell. Just eat That's Bluebell true. ice cream That's every good point, Chris. single day. That's a good, good point. point. <laughs> okay. I'm moving back. <laughs> Freedom, take me back. I take all oh, this back. <laughs> we then get a dog, and we need him to have a backyard. We just happened to look in Bryan College Station. We said, I think that this is home. I think this is home for us. And we've been here ever since. It's been 12 years. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. When we moved here, I Googled, I went to Church Unlimited in Corpus. I was actually baptized there and wanted to get into a church that had the same welcoming environment, same feel. And so I Googled non-denominational churches, College Station, Texas. I made a list. Brazos Fellowship was at the top of the list. Ben and I came to visit on our first day, Pastor Will said something along the lines of, yeah, and my best friend, Bill Cornelius, mm-hmm. who's the lead pastor at Church mm-hmm. Unlimited. And Ben and I looked to each other and said, okay, this is our Burn. church home. Here it is. Burn the list. This <laughs> yeah. is our church home. That's so wild. Yeah. And the next week, I signed up to volunteer, and I volunteered in the toddler room for six years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then, it's kind of like the podcast, I got asked to come on staff twice and I turned it down twice because who am I to work at a church and then the third time God literally closed doors and I had I had, I had no other choice but to take wow. it no other choice it's so wild yeah it's so crazy like there are so many if you don't know Caitlin you need to walk up into the upper lobby <laughs> this coming Sunday oh, and yeah. meet her um, she's just one of the best humans on the planet but there are just so many moments that God was clearly so right in the mm-hmm. middle of every yeah. single thing. And your story is like tragic. Yeah. Like it is, it's heavy. It's, it's terrible. Like I, tragic is the only word I can mm-hmm. think of. And it doesn't even do it justice. What you've had to walk through and what you've had to carry, but to be able to sit here and see how God, not that he orchestrated it, right. Mm-hmm. But that he was with you. Yeah. And that he never abandoned you, even though you often felt and still often feel this struggle of abandonment. Like he's like, no, I I was with you through all of that. And I was walking with you and holding you and taking care of you and like, or I I don't know, orchestrating the the good things and these encounters and the Nana coming in and became a huge part of your story and, and, Literally, I don't know that anyone has ever Googled and said, I need to be at Blend Brennan. Never have like I heard that, is, that story. That in is my where life. I need to be. But like that was getting you one step closer to Brian College yeah. Station, which is where God wanted you yeah. in this season. And it's just awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. I like hearing your recap of it. <laughs> Sounds so much better. Let's, yeah, let's oh, do that again, man, Chris. It's so good. So good. You talked about your amazing young life leader and your sweet, sweet Nana. Um, 
being very important. And so, one, please feel free to talk more about your sweet Nana because <laughs> I love hearing about her. Um, but who are other people that God has just used to impact your story and bring you here? Emmy, I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> for all the things that I feel that I don't have, for no mom and no dad and now no Nana that we'll get to, he has provided the most beautiful community for me to love and for me to be loved. When I was 12 years old, I met my very best friend, Stephanie. And two years later, we added another Stephanie to that mix. Mm -hmm. And so it's been 18 years of friendship and we talk every single day, every single day without fail for 18 years. I'm going to see them after this podcast today. So they're a huge part of my life. And the only way throughout, they were throughout all of this, throughout losing my dad and they had to see me through these really tough times. And when I say that they literally wiped tears from my eyes, I can remember leaning my head. My ear was to the left and Stephanie's on each side of me were wiping tears Mm -hmm. off of my face. Like just the most beautiful form of being loved and being cared for. And it's everything that I've ever desired just not coming from who I thought that I wanted, but it turned out to be even more beautiful. So I'm so grateful for my Stephanie's. So, so, so thankful Um, in my Ambrell because she gave Mm -hmm. me this example to turn to and to see that I could be that for other people in my life. Um, And then my Nana, who served as everything to me under the sun. Yeah. And Nana got really sick really fast last year. She was diagnosed with lung cancer, and we were going to treatments. Everything was looking really, really great. And then uh, we talk every Sunday. I call her every single Sunday when I leave church. I hadn't heard from her in a few in a few weeks. It had been three weeks. She was kind of dodging my phone calls. We were. She loves texting. She wasn't answering my texts, and I didn't think anything of it. And then one of her neighbors called me and said, Caitlin, she's not doing well. Do you think you could come see her? And I said, I'll be down tomorrow. Luckily, I have the most flexible work in the whole world. Mm -hmm. So I literally got in the car, left the next day, and Nana's son was my dad. And the first thing she said was, hey, can you tell your dad to come over and... Uh, he's making lunch today. He's grilling burgers. And I thought, she's really sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went just thinking she was going to be... What's confusing is you think they're going to be sickly, but she looked just like Nana. She mm-hmm. was wonderful, but her mind was gone. Mm. At first, she knew who I was, and then throughout the next few days and weeks, she thought that I was her friend, and we lived in Colorado, and... Um, So last year was the hardest year I've ever had in my life. Sitting here today, I'm in the hardest day I've ever had in my life. And every day I wake up and I just need enough strength to get through the day without Nana. Um, And so God gave me, COVID is so funny because I know that COVID did not happen for me. I realize that. (laughs) But we were all working from home and it was the most precious gift I could have been given because I had Nana come and live with us. 
So Nana, we slept together every night. She was scared to sleep together. And it was kind of like having a newborn because she would wake up. She didn't know where she was. I'd have to tuck her in. We'd go back to bed. And so I lived with, Nana lived with Ben and I for a few months. Um, and then it got to where we couldn't take care of her. So we had to put her in a facility. Um, and then she declined very, very rapidly. And I lost her in November. And had to learn how to plan a funeral on Google. And my sweet Benjamin wrote a beautiful obituary. And so we're 30 years old and just kind of doing all these firsts that no one told us we'd have to do. Mm. So that's where I am today. That's Caitlin is struggling but trying my very best every single day to lean into God and to remember that he's carrying me and he's holding me close and that he loves me abundantly more than I can imagine. We could just like end the podcast now, um, but I don't want to because I'm not joking when I say you are the most joyful person I've ever met in my life. And not like, I mean, you're always happy too. At least when I'm around you, you're always <laughs> happy. But there's a difference between joy and happiness. Mm -hmm. And you are bubbly and loud and yeah. over the top. And I can't tell you how many people have been like, is that real? Yeah. When oh, they meet you the, the first time, it's like, all is she, is that real? I'm like, oh no, that's real. That's very, yeah. very real. But it comes from such a rich deposit that God has put in your heart. Yeah of his goodness and his joy and his sustaining you and his walking with you. And there's no reason, there's no logical reason you should be the person that you are because of what you've walked through. And so, man, I just listening to you talk and, and seeing the, even the light in your eyes as you sit here and say that this is every day is the hardest day. And then I'm walking through things that I never thought I would have to walk through, but still seeing the light and the joy in your eyes, like, man, and you've talked about it a little bit, but how, like, how did, how did you learn that lesson? Like, how did you discover that in, in God, the goodness of that? Like, how, how are you able to be who you are considering the path that you've in therapy? I had to read a book. One of my homework assignments was to read, um, daring to lead by Brene mm -hmm. Brown. And she said something that I never put together. Um, I've, God placed this abundant gratitude in my heart that I don't say that to boast because it's actually not always a good thing. Sometimes it's too overwhelming. But I went from not having anything. So, I mean, truly right now I'm looking at a bottle of water and I'm like, <laughs> I am so grateful that I have access to this bottle of water. I, Ben and I bought a house three years ago. That was never a dream of mine because I'd never seen anyone buy a house. Yeah. So just throughout my entire day, I'm constantly grateful and looking for the good because there's so much beauty around us. Yeah. We're like, we're just surrounded. Mm -hmm. If we just open our eyes and we just look, there's so much beauty. We were at lunch this week. I'll say this because I didn't tell Chris and I should have. But we were at lunch. We left lunch. First, I will say, I noticed that Chris waited for everyone to leave the table before he went. He's such a gentleman. And we were leaving. I was holding the door. Chris left. And he touched my shoulder. My eyes welled up. That is such a simple thing for someone to do. 
to reach out and touch someone else. Like just to say, I see you and I know you and I love you and you're hurting. And it had to, I mean, that's not life changing, but it was life changing Mm. to me. I was so grateful. I got in the car and I told one of my best friends, Rachel, Chris just touched my shoulder and my, my eyes were watering. It meant the world to me. So it's a, it's a lot. Gratitude is truly Mm -hmm. the only answer I have for that. And it's not by choice. It's just something that I'm seeing constantly. Just, I just all around me. I'm, I'm so grateful for this life and I'm so grateful for my friends and, um, just for every human that God has placed in my way. Beyond grateful, I need to come up with a new word because, yeah, that's no, not it. You just made me cry, Caitlin. <laughs> you made Chris have no words. Yeah, it's the first time what I've ever cried. Earth? First time I've ever cried on the Story We're Sharing podcast. Not the first time I've ever cried. As <laughs> any college student will tell you, I'm a big crybaby. But um, man, I that but that's it. Like it is so genuine and real, and it is, and it's not. But it's beyond a perspective thing. Like you're not choosing to, like choosing to be like, okay, I guess I'll buck up and Mm. walk through this. Like it really is a heart posture. Yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I feel like that in itself was like a habit you had to create. That is not something that comes easy for most people, but it does seem like it's something that you've worked on for so long that now it's just one of those disciplines you have and you do it so well and people now see it and can model it after you. But what are things that in all that you've learned and all of those experiences and from people that have met so much to you, what are some of those other things that you do on the daily or to try to do weekly to keep going, to keep like the understanding of like that God is good? Like what are some of those other disciplines that you have for you? Yes. I, the obvious answer I know is to turn to God and, um, Recently, I just started the Bible project, Bible reading plan, Bible... Bible recap? Bible recap! <laughs> yeah. Chris! Yeah. It's changed my world. Mm. Part of my insecurity um, for working here is I feel like I need to know all the things and have all the answers. And finally, God was like, hey... <laughs> You should really open that Bible I've given you. <laughs> you should like I know Caitlin that you're you're doing a lot of complaining and I just need you the answer is right in front of you. You're still oh, not going to have all the answers. That's right. You're still mm-hmm. ne- you're never going to know. Um but it has helped with my insecurity cuz I'm mm. searching and I'm yeah. seeking yeah. and I'm seeking him daily. And I y'all know I love podcasts because I'm story worth sharing's number one fan. <laughs> um, so the recap is also amazing and I can listen to it when I'm cleaning our classrooms. And um, so seeking God, uh, it's also really important for me to be in community with others who will point me to Jesus mm. because it's easy not to do that because sometimes I want to be naughty and I want to say the mean things. And, yeah. But it's important that I stay grounded and I stay close with people who say, Caitlin, I'm not sure that's what Jesus wants for you. Can you spend some time in prayer about that? Um, And my Rachel, who I work so closely with, we work side by side. She is that person for me daily, every single day. I know that she's going to hold me accountable 
too much. I don't always like it. <laughs> I don't always want to be held accountable. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So she's that person. And I see we spend more time with each other than we do our husbands. So it's that's good. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Jesus dwells in her heart and I get to reap the benefits. That is so rich. And I, I don't want this to be lost. Like the easier path is to be surround ourselves with people that we like mm. that make us feel good. Yeah. That's the easy path. But the right path is to surround ourselves with people that will make sure that we keep heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And that like that is so powerful because I think so often, you know, communities like such a trendy like word, yeah. especially in the church community. It's like, oh, you need community. You need, and we say that all the time with our college ministry. You need authentic community, whatever. But community is like, when I say community, literally Acts 2.42, it talks about how they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. They devoted themselves to the word. They devoted themselves to gathering together for fellowship, breaking bread, and praying. And we get hung up on the, oh, yeah, the fellowship. Like, absolutely. Let's get together, break bread. Let's fellowship. Let's have a good time. And that's the community that I want. But it's like, no, your community also needs to be devoting themselves to prayer, to seeking God, to making sure you're headed in that direction. And sometimes that's going to be more accountability than you're comfortable mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And, oh, that's so good. So good. I love it. Okay. It's the infamous question that ends every conversation. So what? And it's just this idea that you, you've walked through a ton and you've unpacked a little bit of that for us and you've met some incredible people and you've learned some really powerful lessons and you put these practices in your life. How does that influence like the genuine, authentic way you engage with the people around you. Mm. I might be stuck on Brene Brown, but I'm thinking of vulnerability. And this past year taught me, I had never learned this. This is brand new to me, but it taught me that I have to be able to share my struggles for people to be able to help me. They can't help me if they don't know that I'm hurting. So allowing myself to open up and to find safe people in a safe place has been great for me just this year. And I don't know, Chris, I can't even remember that question because my head's spinning, but I pray, I should pray every day. I pray weekly is my honest answer that God would use every ounce of pain and every ounce of beauty and everything in between to share his love with others. I think I always have this picture of um, sharing our burdens with one another. Like literally, if I'm looking at Emmy and she's got these burdens on her shoulders, I want to reach over and grab them so she doesn't have to hold them all for herself. Like actually share our burdens with one another. Yeah. I. So amazing. I remember um, having a conversation with somebody one time just illustrates that and they were walking through a difficult season and they were in our small group our small group rallied around them they had kind of they had shared exactly like you're saying they had shared um they had a pretty big financial burden and they weren't sharing looking for a handout or anything else and so unbeknownst to them our small group kind of rallied around and um, put some money together pastor sean ended up finding out about it and we you know couldn't come close to meeting the need and so he was like hey Brazos Fellowship wants to match what your small group put together. So I asked my friend, I was already on staff here, I asked my friend to come up who was in our small group, and I handed him an envelope, and he didn't know what was in it. He just took it and stuck it in his back pocket, right? And we're just having a conversation. 
And so I was just like, hey, I just wanted to give this to you. We love you guys, whatever. So he leaves, and about 10 minutes later, I get a phone call. And he was like, hey, are you still at the church? I'm like, yeah. He's like, can you come down? So I come down, and he hands me the envelope back. And he's like, I, we can't take this. There's no way. And I'm like, no, you have to take mm-hmm. that because the only way that community works is there has to be someone giving and someone receiving. Yeah, and if you're so always on the giving end, there's no one on the receiving end. Yeah. And so this time we get to rally around you and carry your burdens. And next time you're going to be one of the crowd that is grabbing mm-hmm. the burdens off of the shoulders yes. of someone else. And we have to play our part. Mm-hmm. And if we're unwilling to let someone else bear our burdens, then we're not actively participating in the community that God has yeah. called us to. Yeah. I love that. I just heard, what is that song by casting crowns? Um, uh, uh, Emmy singing. Sing, I was really going to say, hard. Caitlin, sing it for oh, us. Oh, I wish I'd love to be singing. Um, body of christ if we were the body of christ if y'all know what i'm talking about no i'm yes, trying you guys i'm sing trying it. to like if we are the body that one i mean Why it kind of sounds familiar you know yeah. it Chris. i don't know i don't know the lyrics we want more lyrics. we want more <laughs> okay it's such a gift that we as a community we as a whole are invited to be the body of christ and so like we just need to be flailing our arms. Like use your feet. Like Emmy, I'm gonna use my toes. Like God, just share your love with Emmy through my toe. Like yeah. just like reach up, reach out, reach down, reach around. Just love people. Yeah. Just love them. Yeah, and and that is that's the so what. Mm-hmm. Like you so evidently emulate that every single day Mm -hmm. it's like i see you i care about you i want to engage with you i want to connect with you and if god gets to use my like you said it my pain or the beauty or anything in between to impact you like i'm all about it i'm all for it and you do that every single time i'm around you every time i see you interacting with someone it's just it's amazing it's amazing so thank you so much for being you uh, thank you for well. Thank you for care- coming on the podcast. Yes, but thank you for sharing your story on a daily basis yeah. and, and sharing what God has like sown into your heart, and you share that with people every single day. Is this where I can brag on the podcast a little? Sure, go for can it. Can I say what? thank you? I'll guys. edit it all out. So it's okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you guys for allowing a space where people can come, and I love that y'all say. Every story is worth sharing. The hard stories, the good stories. It breaks my heart when people think that just because I didn't have this traumatic event, my story, there's Mm -hmm. nothing to tell. That is not true. That's not true, right? Like God is using you in mighty and beautiful ways and do not let the enemy tell you otherwise. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Come on. I'm going to clip that and just make that our intro for yeah, every for show. No, it's I'll like, forget. this is what story we're sharing is all about because yeah, that is it. like that, that is the heart behind not just, I mean, okay, cool. We have some microphones and we record a podcast in a, an old office, like cool, fun experience, love doing it, but it's the actual act of hearing people share their story and then encouraging other people to do the same. That's why we're doing this. It's like, no, please you don't have to come on a podcast to share your story. Go mm-hmm. go grab coffee with someone and share your yeah. story. Go walk next door to your neighbor and share part of your life, share your story. Like, please, let's engage with the people around us and let God use whatever has happened to impact somebody else. Yeah. So, 
Thank you. Thanks for that. Well, we cannot let you go <laughs> without something funny. First, before before we get to that, before oh, we get man. to what we get to, I just I want to applaud you because you walked in here <laughs> hyperventilating <laughs> with like three or four pages of notes. Yeah. And you did not use your notes once. <laughs> not once. Not once. This was too easy. Which is exactly what we told you it would be. So <laughs> I didn't believe y'all. Yeah. Uh, I just wow. want to brag on you. I'm oh. proud of you, Caitlin. Thank you for giving it a shot and just oh. going for it. So but before we leave, Emmy. <laughs> Emmy, take it away. So, <laughs> I I'm so excited. So <laughs> okay, so some might say you are a picky eater. Oh boy, yes. So I have a list of a few things that most people might eat on the regular, but I'm I don't know all the things that you won't eat. I know some things because I've had a lot of lunch dates with you, so I could. <laughs> yeah. I know some things, but I'm just curious on some of these. If you would even give them a shot, if it's a for sure no, I'm already gagging. They're not like outrageous oh, things. They're yeah. not. They're like normal things. <laughs> okay, so I, that's I'm I, excited. So okay. I, I don't know that I realized you were a super picky Ooh, eater. Oh boy! I mean, everybody has their preferences, right? My my parents okay. always told me I was super picky. I'm like, no, I'm just old enough to have preferences. Yes, like, I know what I yeah, like. Exactly. No, but we had a burger the other day, and I <laughs> never seen Caitlin like really consider. Do I eat the burger? Do I not? <laughs> like throughout this whole lunch she did really well but also okay so number one pickles yes by themselves not on anything else interesting yeah i love pickle juice i'll drink a whole gallon of pickle juice but you won't put pickles on anything oh else. absolutely not if y'all could have seen her I face know, like that like, no, how, no, no. how could you even ask that question? question of course you that wouldn't put it on no yes. who does that <laughs> okay tomatoes by themselves not on anything else i love tomatoes no ketchup if ketchup's on that list, don't get it anywhere near me. Check. Okay. It's so, one of the reasons I don't have kids right now, because seeing their little ketchup faces. Oh, Caitlin. No, but when it's your, well, for, for like for like a year when it's your kid, it'll be it's really cute. Kid. And for the next 10 years, it's like, go wash yeah. your face. <laughs> okay. What about coconut? Yeah, I love coconut. Like coconut? Okay, yeah. good, good. Mustard. No. Emmy. Well, look. Okay, Emmy. I had to ask if you said no to ketchup. Emmy. I thought maybe. Emerald. Oh. No. No liquids. My only exception Water? to that. <laughs> no. Actually, I prefer soda. Oh, man. Cream gravy is okay. literally the only sauce yeah. I'm quoting. That you'll put on to another yes. food. Yes. Interesting. Wow. Ketchup, so no mustard, salad dressing. Oh, no. no. Nothing. Okay. Nope. I like lemon. Squeeze lemon on yeah. the salad, but ugh. interesting. Interesting. Yeah, no okay. idea. Okay, olives. I love olives. <laughs> you like green olives? Black, is, green, all the colors. Yeah. I don't know if there's any more, but there are. There are. I have no yeah. idea. Those two for sure. How do we feel about seafood? I love seafood. Oh, okay, so this is amen. going way better. This is going better than I thought. Oh. Okay. Amen. What's that, your is, that is interesting because normally picky your like preferenced no. eaters do not like do seafood. Not. Yeah. All of it. I love okay. it. Yes. That's a win. So we just got to take Man. you to more of those places. Yes. And that's what that means. Y'all are just picking the wrong yeah. restaurants. <laughs> oh. Everything else. Hey, anytime you want to eat seafood, you just let me know. Okay. I'm about it. Uh, oysters, eh, but everything else, yeah, I'm all no about it. I'm in. Yeah. Fish Daddy's is my favorite restaurant. Mm. I didn't know that. They have the greatest crab stuffed shrimp. Yes. It's so good. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Avocados. I love avocados. <laughs> I agree. Great choice. Cottage cheese. Ow. Emmy! No, come who, on! Who eats cottage? I do. No, Chris. I yes. eat it. I'm not against it. No. I just don't ever eat it. Yes, I did as a kid. They well, yeah, we did it as a kid as well. And they, <laughs> my, like, my mom would open up a can of peaches and like put peaches on top of it or whatever. I don't know why. Oh no, that's a very yeah. yeah. They actually serve it like that. Okay, though. so they have single serve now, yeah. and it comes with like 
uh, you know, I get it with strawberries. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like you a snack. I'll open it up and I eat it. Strawberries. Yeah. Mm. Cottage cheese and strawberries. Mm. I'm gonna tell Sierra to start bringing yeah. you just all sorts of things. Like, really see how she reacts yeah, really. to this. Um, Brussels sprouts. Yes. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, it's confusing. <laughs> okay. I want to love Brussels. Sprouts. Okay, I was gonna say we just had this conversation. Yes. Yeah. I keep trying. Okay. Because you I love like cabbage. cabbage. Yeah. And is it Brussels sprouts? A cabbage? A mini cabbage? Megan Fanolio told me to buy shaved Brussels Brussels sprouts. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm still gonna. I don't. It's not something to make me gag. All of my nose are things that I truly can't be near. Okay. And Brussels sprouts. Smell. They have a smell that can definitely turn people away yeah. from it. So that's fair. I could chew it. I could swallow it. All right. Celery. I love celery. Okay, good. If it's green, I like it. Okay. So healthy. You know, yeah. we're for it. Well, uh, yeah, because you were a vegan for a while. Yeah. Or vegetarian. That's right. Pescatarian. Pescatarian. I was not Whoa. getting rid of my seafood. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Cream cheese. <gasps> no. It makes me so sad when cream cheese is in cake frostings or cupcake That's frostings. That's my favorite frosting, is no. cream cheese frosting. You just ruined the whole cake. <laughs> it's terrible. I love cream cheese. Terrible. Yes. I absolutely love it. Like I probably cake. could just eat cream cheese. I just... do. Like, I sometimes will. Like, I love it. Yeah. Kayla? No, ma'am. No, what about on. other cheeses? Cheddar, Kraft. Sure. Queso? As long as it doesn't have tomato in it. I don't like white queso. (laughs) Yeah. It's got to be like Velveeta. Okay. (laughs) There's rules. I have a lot of rules. Okay. How do you feel about chicken? Weird. You feel weird about chicken? I feel weird about chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I feel pretty weird about... Okay. Uh, Okay. You guys, y'all are getting to know a lot about me. I can eat it. I can't look at it when I eat it. It freaks me out. Is that what happened with the burger? (laughs) Yes. You just, I so just, you saw like these eyes looking back at you and this yeah. sad cow yeah. when you went to eat the burger. Okay, But I love the taste, so I just have to <laughs> not look. Just shovel it That's in. Fair. Don't yeah. look at it. That's fair. Okay, last one. Blueberries. No. You don't like blueberries. Yeah. And that one surprises me. Yeah. It seems like I'd like a blueberry, but I don't. Okay. I like blueberry muffins. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same, actually. I don't... I. Our daughters love blueberries. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I, I'm surprised they're not blue. They eat so many blueberries and strawberries. But I'm the same way. Like, I do not enjoy just eating a blueberry. Yeah. But like blueberry muffins, mm. blueberry flavored stuff. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm all yeah, about it. That's interesting. Yep. What, do you like any other fruits? All. Or you like everything but just blueberries. I love fruits. Blueberry. That's yeah. good. Okay. But I don't want peaches on cottage cheese. But I'll eat a peach. <laughs> there you go. That's fair. Okay, what would you say if someone asked, what is the... Food you think would surprise the most people that you just absolutely cannot stand? Because I have mine. Amy knows what it is. I'll share it in a second. <laughs> Typically, the only thing that surprises people is ranch, but that doesn't count as a food. Lasagna, spaghetti. Okay. Spaghetti. Yes. Because of the tomato sauce? Yeah. But other pastas, we're okay mm, with. Sign okay. me up. All right. Yeah, so That's for ours. me, bananas. I just learned that. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah, it's like a get sin it away almost. from me. Who doesn't like bananas? Me. This guy. Me. Not even with Nutella. Uh, actually, Bailey White. No, I do know that Also too. does not she like bananas. She also does not like bananas. Yeah. I don't know what it is. We got to fire y'all. No. You're fired. No. Kayla's made the decision. And if she says it, man, there's something behind I actually that. am a little worried <laughs> for the first time since working here. That. There might be something going on. Nothing but else matters. No, I... My parents said I loved bananas as a little kid, but I... It's... I cannot <laughs> stand them. And it has nothing to do with texture. The smell of them, mm. the 
flavor. Like there, my my mother in law makes this like fruit salad. She makes a separate bowl that doesn't have bananas That's in it. Sweet. I cannot pick the bananas out. Like banana pudding, and you pull the bananas out because mm. it's fresh or whatever. Yeah. Can't do it. It it is tainted because it had bananas in it. I just. So uh, nothing with bananas at all. Nothing. nothing. No, no banana, artificial. No. Like, oh gosh. Like banana laffy taffy. Oh, that's my favorite. See, no, that's my so least. Okay, disgusting. I agree. That I don't like. Banana runs. That's like, weird. Oh, it's so gross. Now, okay. Oddly enough, you said banana bread. Yeah. My mom would make banana bread, and at times I could tolerate it, like fresh out of the oven, hot with butter on it I would eat a piece but as soon as it like cooled off or whatever and then I felt like the banana flavor was stronger and I just couldn't do it anymore yeah so some I'll say some banana breads but that's literally the (laughs) extent of it it. yeah and for all I know she forgot to put bananas (laughs) she probably did (laughs) it was just bread "Mm, like half a banana (laughs) yeah it was just bread it wasn't actually banana bread so I don't know there you go this was so fun thank you guys so much fun (laughs) I had nothing to be scared about you didn't let's do it again tomorrow okay come on (laughs) Bring the Stephanie's with you, and please, it'll just yes. be a party. So oh, please. Awesome. I bet there'd be so many stories in that podcast. Oh, Ooh. man. Ooh. <laughs> They're not invited. I was about to say, that may not be a PG podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you again so much. It was such a pleasure. What a joy. I hope you guys have the best day ever. Yes. Oh, we will. You too. And listeners, we hope you have the best day ever, no matter when you're listening to this. Please take a moment, share your story, even if it is with the barista behind the counter. Just take a moment, share your day, share your story. It's worth it. And we'll see you next time on the Story Worth Sharing Podcast. We love you. We love you.